Vinny Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be. I am your host, Max Mosier, here again. Grateful you're back with us, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. I'm back from a long hiatus yet again with a dear friend. And if you're a fan of the show, I would like to think personally, this is your favorite duo. I believe we are the Batman and Superman, not Batman and Robin. I think we're Batman and Superman. Mark Jones. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great. I like that you made us both superheroes and you didn't make me a villain. I'm actually very surprised you weren't like Superman and Lex Luthor. I would have gone more dark side. Oh, okay. Batman dark or Superman dark side. Yeah. Or Batman and Joker. Hmm. Interesting. Or granny goodness. Ooh, please. Or, you know, Wonder Woman and, uh, and Shatara or Cheetah. Yeah, whatever. I if if I was gonna pick an obscure villain, it would probably be Granny Goodness. It wouldn't be Condiment Man. <laughs> no, 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 it would not. <laughs> it would not. It's me, Max the Boy Wonder, and Condiment Man Mark. Max the Boy Wonder versus Cod. Blah, 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 blah. If I'm if I'm Condiment Man, what kind of condiments am I using to fight you? Mayonnaise for sure, because everybody knows I hate mayonnaise ranch dressing because everybody knows i like it so you're gonna try to ruin it for me because that's the kind of guy you are you're gonna shoot ranch me first oh that's good but then you're gonna put psychological yeah you're gonna break (laughs) the things i love and then probably ketchup too just to make it a hodgepodge for sure yeah but i I mean it's it is what it is i mean it's it's good but we haven't been on in a while mark how you been you know just living my best life one day at a time one day We've had a lot. I don't remember the last time we were on, I was on, but we have so much going on in our house right now with like basically renovation stuff because we found mold and in our downstairs bathroom. And then as the people with the mold came to clean up, they found asbestos. So then we had another team have to come up because we, I live in a house that's like over a hundred years old. And then the bat people, we had bats. So we had, we're getting attic restoration now because they got all the bats out. And the guy came, and he's like, well, there's way too much. It's, like, too much. And we, we had to go get a dumpster, like, a big 30-yard dumpster that they're going to, wow. like, empty out the attic. So I'm like, thank the Lord. I don't have to do that. After, like, you know, once that burden gets passed on to me from my grandparents to then my my parent and aunts and uncles. So luckily, it's getting, that's getting done tomorrow. So this week, hopefully, everything gets even keel and nothing else happens. Yeah, home ownership sucks. Yeah. It sucks. When when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's just a backbreaker to learn that kind and of And it's wild how much stuff costs to replace. Oh, it's like, ridiculous. Like we found out the mold problem was this pipe that probably, you know, has been there for 60 years, had this giant crack down the middle. So and like just a little bit, so like a little bit of water was coming out, so it wasn't super noticeable, but probably was cracked for a good four years. And no one lived here for three years, so or it could have been longer, I don't know, but yeah wild stuff everybody super wild stuff buy buy a new home buy buy a home between 1970 (laughs) and like 1995 that's a good that's what i found out is like a good time yeah like you know those homes are still fairly new in a sense they have good wood anything built after like 2013 is kind of crap but you know it is what if you could give crypto advice you can't say bitcoin or ethereum 
what are you telling people to invest in? Are you telling them to get early in on Doge or early in on Shiba or some other obscure thing that you think is going to go through the moon? Well, I think unless you have a lot of money, it's going to be kind of hard to get in early on Doge. Um, but I'm still all in on uh, the one we talked about, or you kind of brought to me first and we talked about it, like the anchor. No, Cardano. Or Cardano. Yeah, yeah that's We're right, all, Cardano. You and I are, in our, are all in on Cardano. Yeah, I think Cardano might be a good one, but it's like, you know, I wish with all the house stuff and like, you know, I'm, you know, breaking news, everybody. Uh, my beautiful wife, Kelly, and I are expecting a child. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so it's not like I have a lot of disposable income now to, yeah. you know, invest. But, you know, I got in early on the Shiba when I hit, when I saw that hit Coinbase, I was like, okay, if it's on Coinbase, it's legitimate. And I invested a lot. And then a few weeks later, it blows up and it's on CNN and, you know, all those in Fox News and all those like news sites you know, talking about it. So like, you know, once they're on that, more people are going to invest in it. So now you're rich. Look at you. And then people like, I see people on TikTok. I know you shared one where they're like, Oh, you know, market cap, blah, blah, blah. It's like, sure. Right now you can use those numbers. Um, and he's like, Oh, listen to me to invest. But then you get stuff like, you know, the squid game or whatever had a cryptocurrency and those investors basically, or the people who started that basically stole from their investors. And now it's yeah. there's whoever bought that stock or cryptocurrency is it's like zero you lost all your money so right yeah that was wild that was so wild. that's how i feel about investing cryptocurrency that'd be my advice i don't know about non-legitimate sites we are not out here giving crypto advice and I'll, I'll give you one advice in investing people don't invest money unless you're willing to lose it so like if Bingo. you're like i can if i can give if i can give 20 bucks and i'm okay losing 20 bucks invest 20 bucks if it's 10 bucks or nothing you know whatever just whatever you're comfortable with but like if if you're not comfortable losing five hundred dollars don't invest five hundred dollars absolutely little little advice from my financial background so yeah well there you go you you didn't tune into this episode though to get financial advice although (laughs) jokes on everybody it's financial and housing stuff today hi welcome to financial and housing daily with max and mark here on the infinity miles podcast um no, I uh, you did not tune into that today. Although I believe we are tickling some earwaves this episode, Mark. People probably see Max and Mark are back, so they're hitting the subscribe button. <laughs> you know, they're freaking yeah. out. Cat GIF on their on their keyboards because we're back. We are back to talk about two things, albeit a little late. But we're trying to get at the head of the curve because what's coming after this weekend, next week, we will have our Eternals review, the latest Marvel movie. And Mark, I'm going to see it tomorrow. I actually got a special screening for it in your face. Boom, roasted. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was waiting. I got nothing to say. Like, I, I was, you know, it's like it's going to say something snarky. I'm waiting. I've been it. checking every day when Venom will be released on VOD because I'm at the point where if I want to go see that, I have to drive two hours. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So, and like, I'm willing to pay 30 bucks to go watch, you know, watch Venom too. I'm willing to pay 30 bucks to watch Eternals. But I don't know if I'm willing to drive to go see Eternals. That's not a movie that like I'm like I'm dying to see, but I kind of need to see for, for I feel like our con- communication. Here's the bit, okay? I have always stood by Rotten Tomatoes. Anybody who listens to our show, you've been a martyr for Rotten Tomatoes. I have, sure. and I I am now in a conundrum. Mark Eternals has a fifty six percent Rotten Tomato rating, and and, as- and is that is that viewers? Or that critics. is 154 reviews. Those are the critics. 
Okay. Yeah, my bad. It's critics and fans. I forget that's how they do it. Correct. The the audience score is not available yet. Okay. So do you think it's getting review bombed by the critics? Or, no, I, or is it actually I just think, not good? I think this might be the first bad one. Obviously, I haven't we haven't seen it yet. Which is wild coming from a director that just won Best Director. Yes. I I wonder if Marvel bit off a bit more than the, than they could chew on this one. It's a very daunting task to take 10 heroes, especially oh none gosh, of them yeah. having any prior engagement in the Marvel It would be like if Marvel started off with doing the Avengers movie. No yeah, context I think you're right. characters. It's just like, here's yeah. people you kind of know. Well, Except for Eternals, it's people you really don't know for the common it's person. It's really their diverse look on the Avengers, too. Like, And not just diverse in terms of like you know ethnicity. It's diverse, you know, and, and they're, they're introducing an LGBTQ character, and they're introducing a deaf character, and a kid. And a I just kid? Think, a child? Well, They're letting in a child? <laughs> they couldn't let in a child. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a, I'm in a bit of a conundrum here, Mark. I got a special screening, not for the Infinity Bros, just because they were doing a Marvel special locally. Although it would be cool if the Infinity Bros got that Marvel. If you'd like to let us have that, we take it. I, I, uh, so I'm like your special screening. Is it like a, a work thing or like through the, no, school? I put it, I put it a link in our, in our group chat. I just found it online. They're just did special oh. screenings on Wednesdays. Oh, gotcha. uh, Wednesday for like, I just, it's the major, the 25 major cities in the United States. I just go to, um, the, the one time I got to see a movie before everyone else did before the midnight, re- uh, showing was, um, States me, uh, revenge of the Sith. Oh, and I got the go because my mom was dating a guy whose company was like a super, like a techie company in Fargo, North Dakota. And they got an early screening because they like their company like paid for it. So did they make it? Did they? What do you mean? Did your mom and that guy make it? What do you mean make it? Like you, they were dating at the time. Yeah. What do you, what? Did they get together at the end or? Were they oh, well, just, I went with, I went, I went with her boyfriend. Like it was me and him that went. Yeah. Did, he, did he, your mom and her boyfriend make it? I don't know what you're trying to do here. I'm like not trying to do anything. I'm just asking a question. Yes. Okay. Good. (laughs) Awesome. That's a good memory. Then that's all. Why are you trying to stir the pot, Mark? Don't. I don't know. I don't know what you meant by that question. So I was just asking if they made it or if it was just like a boyfriend your mom had, and you're like, yeah, I went and did that with this guy that they're not. I mean, they dated for like eight years. I mean, he was, you know, during my good, you know, the teen years of a boy. That's you know pretty influential. (laughs) He got me into like some music I still listen to. So something. Did you say it like that? The teen years of a boy. You could have said adolescence. You could have said teenage years, and you chose the teen years of a boy. Why? Why would you? It's my autobiography. (laughs) The teen years of a boy. The Mark Jones story. Uh, (laughs) Before we get into the things we've advertised, we're going to get to the advertised content people here. So chill, Uh, Mark. before i mean do, are you concerned though in all seriousness about this rating from Eternals? you know how i feel about rotten tomatoes rating i do that's why i'm asking it's jabberwocky so i just made that word up that's how i feel you about did it. not that's a real word is stop it, it. that is, is a real word yes well now i'm gonna have to go look it up on the internet just in case i did something <laughs> bad jeez no i <laughs> it's like super offensive <laughs> i'm sorry if it is it's not you're good I always like making my own judgment. That's how I feel about a lot of stuff. I get some people, like people who were like maybe casual moviegoers. I mean, I guess that's what probably based on because they want to pay 20 bucks and see something that, you know, other people say it's good. Yeah, it'll be interesting what the, the audience score is. Like, are they going to get review bombed like Captain Marvel got? Like, is it that bad? That That's my 
Yeah, for you, that's that's the bottom. Like, I want to know the audience the Captain score. Marvel and the Thor Ragnarok and the Incredible Hulk. For you me, mean, it's you mean Thor Dark World. Sorry, did I say Thor Ragnarok? I'm sorry, Thor, Thor Dark World. Yeah, I apologize. No, I think for me, for it to be bad, it would have to go Thor the Dark World as well. Or Incredible Hulk's not as bad. I actually really like that movie. It's just it gets on the bottom of the list for obvious reasons. I, I'm interested to see. I, I will say. I read into the 56% and go, I'm worried. I do say I'm worried when I... Uh, to give everyone back to Jabberwocky, apparently it is a term for artificial intelligence, and it's a chat robot. It is, so, but it's also a deranged poem, a me- messed, up, messed up poem. Well, how about that? Yeah. I thought I made something and up. And it's a dance group and it's the a 2000s. Oh, well, look at you. I don't know why you know that, but okay. Well, don't you remember? They were like the big dance group when we were in high school. In our, teen year, in, our, <laughs> in our in our boy, in boy the, teen years, <laughs> in the in the form <laughs> in the really important years of our boy teen years. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's that's the TV show name after my blood rock break is published. <laughs> Mark, Max, and the Jabberwockies. Yep. <laughs> no, I I, uh, I am nervous about this. To be honest, I'm fascinated tomorrow to go into this. I, I this is the first mcu movie i've been unsure of because Mm of this i am optimistic more so than like going to see a venom or going to see like morbius that trailer just came out too that morbius movie looks so good you are really excited about well let's talk about that in a sec we're gonna we're gonna talk about that okay i want i want to ask you a question about eternals have you read any of the reviews i haven't i have not i this is the first mcu movie i have not read a single review okay because my question would have been if you had is like what are they saying what makes it bad like that's the, my big question is it like only review, is it like the storytelling is just like yeah convoluted? so i have i have i i guess if you count a youtube do you count a youtube video as reading a review sure if you okay if re- then i have technically stating their it. statements about i have heard a review so i i i i am a fan of the john campia show um and he he has another guest on who's a very i forget his name the individual's name at the top of my head but they're but they're both big Jack Kirby fans. So for me, I wanted to hear his perspective because this is a love letter to Jack Kirby, is what my understanding of the movie just is? from the commercials. Oh, okay. I'm assuming that this is going to be a love letter to Jack Kirby because that's obviously the person who created this, and Jack Kirby has a very trippy and specific aesthetic that goes into the comic books he made, and it's beautiful art. And it's maybe that's it. These critics that watch it, it was too artsy for them. I don't know. That's a real question. And it wasn't a Marvel movie like they anticipated. They're well, like, yeah. Is- and and what Campio was saying, Mark, was he's saying exactly what you're saying. He said, for some people, this just isn't going to work, which really surprised me because that means Marvel is saying, we're going to make stories we choose. We're not going to go for the, the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, big hits now. And, and that's how I got out of the trailers. It wasn't like a, I mean, yeah, there's action, but it made it seem more like it's a storytelling type of you know drama almost in a sense with some action in it so you know well and i think this movie and i have nothing to back this up but my gut tells me there's too many people in it for them to connect it to anything else Hmm. so like unless it's like a reference to the country of wakanda sure i don't see them even like maybe atlantis gets talked about i mean you and i on previous episodes have talked about how they could speak of 
you know, Greek mythology, maybe, maybe they go, you know, somewhere to, to kind of talk about that with Hercules and Zeus and all that. I, I think that, that's who they tie in. I think, I think you're right on that. I don't think we're going to get a lot of, like, I'm sure we'll get like an end credit scene that ties stuff in. I would sure. assume. Yeah. But I think we're going to get touches on, like you said, Greek mythology that brings in Hercules because the characters they've been bringing in in phase four kind of sets up that Hercules is coming. Um, uh, Black Knight is technically a character that guy is in Eternals who becomes Black Knight. And then, you know, I made the prediction that Atlantis or Namor was going to get brought up in in Endgame. You think we see Namor in this? I don't know, but I I would I would bet more money that Atlantis gets talked about. I think Atlantis will get referenced. I think that's I think that very well could happen. I I think that's a very safe bet. I I would feel comfortable doubling down on that. And I'd even say maybe Moon Knight gets referenced because that oh, that character is cool. ancient yeah. technically. The yeah. I forget. Sorry, sorry, Jared. Don't uh, don't send Jabberwocky after me. Um. <laughs> the computer. Yeah. yeah. No, I I think the fifty six percent is is concerning. Um, but Marvel had to put a bad one out eventually. That's kind of yeah, what I, mean, I I've said did. that for the longest Captain time. Marvel they were going to do a bad one eventually. So, um, if this is the bad one and that's what they're going to hang their hat on is Chloe Zhao and this cast of you know really remarkable actors and actresses. Um, I mean, there, there's, there's just, a, this, this truly is a star studded cast. And so I, I think, uh, I'm very, very excited and optimistic, but I do think there is a realistic chance. I come back on here next week and say, I didn't like it. Uh, I, everybody who knows me knows I do like good artistic, uh, cinematography. However, I didn't like WandaVision because <laughs> of the storytelling. I, I will say though, that I, do not like it when it panders or caters more towards the art versus the story. I so if this, if this movie decides to cater more towards the art and if Zhao cannot get behind making the story, the number one piece of the puzzle, then I am going to have issues. Well, and remember daddy Feige had to sign off on this. I'm assuming. I agree. So. I don't see that happening. You just stole the words out of my mouth. I, I don't see Kevin Feige letting that happen. Yeah. So he, 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 he saw it and he's probably like, well, this at the end of the day, like he probably thought it was great because you know that's his job. But I bet at the end of the day, he's like, this progresses the main story we want to tell. So if it if it, I mean, I'm sure now with him seeing these things, he's like, well, people are going to forget about this when these other things happen. So yeah. Well, uh, we got a great show for you guys today. How long did it take for us to get to this? Eighteen minutes for us to get to the. Hey, we got a great show for you today. <laughs> We're going to talk about the hit Netflix show that came out in September, mid September. You've had about a month and a half to watch it. Squid Game on Netflix. Uh, the the show about hundreds of cash-strapped players accepting a strange invitation to compete in children's games inside it with a tempting prize awaiting them with deadly high stakes. They <laughs> participate in a survival game that has a whopping 45.6 billion, with a B, one prize at stake. We're going to talk about that show, give our complete spoiler review and rating of it, and then we're going to talk about the things from DC Fandom that were big, and we'll also talk about the Morbius trailer on the back end as well. But we want first, we want to make sure that you're familiar with our rating system and how Mark and I rate things on this show. So I'm going to go ahead and put the bumper for that right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible, and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. 
And then also, we're going to spoil Squid Game. We're going to spoil everything happening in Morbius, the trailer at least. And we might spoil some of the DC fan dome stuff you see. So, in all fairness, I mean, they're trailers, so it's not like we're spoiling stuff. I know, but Squid some game, people consider it a spoiler, so I'm just going to give you the warning right here. This is... Prepare yourself. At Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. No, I'm with you, Mark. I think it's ridiculous. I think people are like, oh, I can't believe you're talking about what's in the trailer. It's like, no, you don't listen to podcasts then. <laughs> Stay off the internet. Just don't do it. Oh, uh, let's talk about Squid Game first. I gave the synopsis earlier. Uh crazy incredible cast uh from the perspective of the South Korean actor world is what my understanding is. This is not, these are not like my thoughts. Apparently, just Reading up on this, the creator of Squid Game took 10 years to develop this bad boy. It was rejected by so many media companies and so many different actors. Um, and, and it's just fascinating how this movie got made. The phone number used in the series, Mark, uh, was actually used as a real phone number, too. Yeah, the only was difference <laughs> was that it had eight digits in the series, while the real numbers in South Korea always had 10 uh, so when the callers dialed that number, their phones automatically added the prefix 010, which turned it into a real number. And as a result, the owner of it was called more than 4,000 times a wow. day. And they had to alter the number actually in the show. Within just 28 days after airing, Mark, this show pulled 111 million viewers, surpassing Bridgerton to be the most watched Netflix original series ever. This is their best Netflix original series of all time. And last but not least, uh, LeBron James received criticism from the creator of Squid Game when he uh, articulated that he did not like the ending. And the Squid Game creator said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but go make your own damn TV show. Mark, uh, before we dive into our, our obviously spoilers of like the ending and talking about the specific minute details of the show, can you just give me your broad strokes idea of how you felt of this show, uh, what your rating is, and do you think it was living up to the hype that you had received going into it? Well, I like how I got introduced to this. I was on TikTok, so you know, here's 21st century marketing, um, and it was the first episode that red light green light scene i'm like uh, no way this is a show and then i find it on netflix watched the whole thing and it just got like crazy and crazier it felt like and yeah it's it's kind of like hunger games meets saw that's how i felt about it so what's your rating of it oh six out of six this was this is some like new ish that was you know apparently felt a lot like you know made a big impression on a lot of people, you know, with tons of viewings of it, but I know it was something new, something different, uh, technically a foreign film. Uh, I didn't watch, I watched it. Um, I forget what it's called, not sub dubbed. And I, some people said, I remember this one person told me that I should watch it, um, dubbed with the subtitles and it's, you know, them just yeah, without, Korean, the, cause, like, without the, the English being spoken. Yeah. Cause like the, um, inflections kind of come off differently i was told but it's like i feel i felt like i got i got a pretty good looking at their facial expressions versus like yeah sometimes the english 
translation or the actor didn't really kind of give the same passion like the actor on the screen did. But um, overall, six out of six. I mean, were you before I get into my review, just since we're on the subject of watching the show, were you taken aback by the style of acting in South Korea? Because they're a little more dramatic with their facial expressions, it feels like, from my perspective, in almost a caricature way, especially the main character in, in by, played by Lee Jung-jai. And I just think that that threw me off a little bit when you talk about the dub. Did that affect your viewing of it? Um, no. And I don't know if this helps at all, but this made me think of this. Because, yeah, it's a little over the top sometimes, but... um. I watched, like, there was a period in college where, like, I watched, like, Korean and Japanese films, and, you know, I watch, I've watched New Japan Wrestling, um, where it's, like, that's kind of, I feel like is a lot going on there, where it's, like, more over the top, especially in in the wrestling aspect of it, where it is a lot more showmanship, I feel like, so. Right. So I get it. But, yeah, I think it's just a different style, and it's probably catered, I'm sure that's the people of those countries, or especially South Korea, probably, like, that's what they expect. I don't like, I don't know, but maybe that's normal to us where it's like, it seems a little more campy almost, I guess. Yeah. That's a great way to, but I never felt like it was corny or like not warranted though. So, cause I felt like the main character was kind of super dramatic already. So it's like, of course this person would act like this, but no, I agreed. I also am going to give this a six out of six. I, this bad boy floored me, Mark. What's really funny is our friend group, the Infinity Bros, are the six of us that are on this show uh, that have the revolving time. You know, we're on we're on Twitch and all these different networks, so you can check out. It's not just us; we have other great personalities and Zane, and <laughs> and the rest. I I too found out about this through TikTok, and for me, I am not a fan of reading in subtitles in other languages. I prefer to read in sub subtitles if I have a hard time hearing the English of what they're saying or like when I watch Ted Lasso, I'll, I'll watch it with the subtitles. Just some, sometimes the, the way they're speaking is just a little too slurred for me. And I had gone back and forth personally with how I was going to watch this. I really am glad I chose to listen to it in English and read it in English because the facial expressions were very dramatic for me. It they were over the top, but it just it doesn't change my viewing experience from the perspective of the story. This is such a great original story and I feel like we're in an era right now where game show reality shows those were a big hit in the 2000s and late 90s, right Mark? And so those were all over TV. Um I mean, I I think of um, in in the Asian culture, I think of Ninja Warrior and just these really, really massive, grand scale, big, awesome, amazing competition shows. And what would it be like to put people's lives on the line? And I think this show really does a great job of talking about that. And where this show for me really earned its six out of six rating was halfway through episode two when everybody left. Oh, yeah. Building. That is where I thought that was wild. It's like they have to get back in there somehow. Yeah, that was that blew my mind. It blew my mind because the first scene I saw of this was the tug of war scene. 
So I had already known that the main character was going to at least get to that point. I did not know the old man or anything. Else. I, I knew that the old man would be there as well because I knew he was the one explaining things. And so for me, that's where this show earned the six because one, I'm watching the red light, green light scene and it's, I mean, it's haunting how many people died. It was a massacre. It was a mass shooting on a TV show is what it was. They showed a mass shooting and they did it very eloquently. They did it in what I would perceive as as much of good taste as you can have in a horror type of TV show. But I wouldn't even, I don't even know if I'd call this show horror, Mark. I would call this a thriller drama. Yeah. Still. I wouldn't, yeah. I, 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 so I, I really, really enjoyed this. What did you think of the individual competitions? Which one was your favorite or how things transpired was your favorite? <laughs> You're asking me which one is my favorite competition. Yeah, which one did you like watching people die the most, Mark? Just answer the question. Definitely not red, red light, green light. That was, I would definitely not want to do that. Um, the one that looked most terrifying was one of the last ones with the glass that could oh break. Oh my goodness. Um, I think the only one I would have liked to do is the candy one. The candy one was the one that I had the most, I was most nervous about. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was nervous, but when he started licking it, I was like, oh, that's smart. That's how you dissolve the sugar. But, um, gosh. I mean, I can't, like, could you, oh. like, they did the shooting one on purpose first, because that's what, you know, would probably eliminate the most people. Um, but the tug of war, like that, I, well, I don't remember what episode that was, but that's when they, you, we first get introduced to the, you know, the VIPs and all that. And it's like, of course, this is like some billionaire's, you know, way of entertainment because. Mark. For you, because as Mark Rosen says, multimillionaires, you know, only get off by winning. So they do. So, Mark, you are the kind of person that really, really loves a good conspiracy. If you're asking me if this actually happens in real life, I bet it does. That's not what I'm asking. Not to the not to the scale of Squid Game, but I'm sure it happens. How giddy were you that this was the backstory of this? Like. It had to just be just warm, and not only the like that, but like it went back like twenty years. Like yeah. they had doc, they had kept documents of this because that's how like crazy these people are. Yeah, I when when he was thumbing through the documents of all the different people that did it, I was busting a gut because I was like, I was just laughing because I was like, Mark is totally going to love watching this <laughs> because this is just right up his alley. This this whole premise of this show is right up his alley of just big conspiracy theory, taking the poorest of the poor and helping one or three. Or not even the poorest of the poor, the desperate too. like, you know, some of those, like his friend is, you know, you know, this, he graduated from CMU or whatever it was, CNU and huge financial guy, but happened to be super in debt because he tried to what steal money, embezzle money, something like that. Probably a little bit of everything. He was committing some form of fraud. Was yeah. my understanding of it. I mean, even the old man who essentially was behind the scenes making all the 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 pieces move on the board, he was in it because he wanted the thrill. Like yep. just just crazy. We'll talk about the ending here in a little bit more. Um did you well, I would love to know your theory. You're a great you're a great theorist on this show. You always come up with great theories. What theory are you subscribing to right now of the pink coats 
the anybody who is wearing a mask that had a symbol of a circle, triangle, or rectangle, what is your theory around what those people are doing, why they're there, and who they are? You know, honestly, I didn't think about that. Um, I feel like the people who have guns might be hired people because you want someone who probably knows how to use a gun. But, like, they had people who were serving food, making food. So they might be, like, indentured servants in a, or slaves in a way where, like, they might owe some of these people money, and this is one way they could pay it back. Uh, one theory I've read online is that at the beginning of the episode, when the guy who's playing that that game uh, with the main character on the street, the one where yep. they're, they're throwing the piece of paper. Or in the two, subway, right? The subway, yeah. The two yep. colors of the papers they have are blue and red. Yep. And the theory goes that if you're blue, you choose to play in the game, and if you're red, you're choosing to work behind the scenes would you subscribe to that idea so like that's how they determine who like maybe there's some more to that like psychologically like people who pick um blue are more strapped for cash people pick red or just you know not as much i don't know something like that yeah i there, there has like, to be some psych- i mean that i like, was just I, like the reason, I like that yeah. theory where that's how they but then how much money do you offer someone to do that job and then potentially have to kill somebody I mean, it's <laughs> or drug the somebody. Game, the game itself is is pretty dramatic enough. I mean, it's killing somebody too, right? Well, if you didn't know, that's what you signed up for. Fair, it's a good point. Just like the people who were in that red light, green light game, dude. The red light, green light scene is the craziest one of all. It, it still, to me, is the craziest of the six. Oh, and my the gosh. Squid Coming Game back. itself at the end. The Squid Game itself at the end is just that's the, just a character scene. That's not even the game. Really I think I would have hated the most. I'm coming back to this is the one where they starved them and made them fight in the middle of the night. That, that wasn't even a game. That was just like... They counted that strategy. as a game, didn't they? No. I thought they counted that as one of the games. They didn't count it as a game, but they counted it as a strategy. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, they starve them and just take away a little bit of food and pit them against each other, and all of a sudden, things go south. Again, this is just like a character study on humanity, which is like all that stuff's right up your alley, Mark. I kind of want them... Yes, it is. I agree with you. I would kind of like to see an American version of this. Like, how, like maybe not necessarily, it's still like done by the same people, but they use Americans instead. I think I that feel should like, be, that should be Netflix's sequel. Sure. Or they think, like, oh, they do this in every continent. So yeah, I, I think it should be Netflix single, a single Netflix's sequel, excuse me. And Lee Jun Jai's character of Sung Yun is like the guy who wears the black mask. Yeah, or he one. he makes some appearance at some point in the show and is part of it. Uh, did, how how hard were you cheering for the cop in this one too? Let's talk about oh the my cop gosh. real quick. I was Wong hoping Juno. I was hoping he would, you know, like I just expected like he would bust this whole thing up and that's not necessarily the case. Well, and to find out that his brother was the guy was not really a huge that that didn't feel like a huge that was pretty easy to call from the get go. Yeah. But um but I felt like he was going I felt like he was going to stop it all. Yeah, that's what I kind of expected, but kind of you know what makes a show like this good or something new like this is it doesn't play to the tropes that you expect in TV and movies. What did you think of the betrayal of Ali Abdul with the marbles? Oh my gosh. I I knew that CSR was going to screw that guy over 100 percent. when he when he put that stuff on the ground then put oh man 
I just knew it was gonna. I felt. I'm just happy that he ended up killing himself at the end. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> you have a strong opinion. Yeah. And I am here for it. What did you think of the ending of this, Mark? Did, were you satisfied with the ending that the old man came back? Obviously makes the additional game gamble with uh, Sung, Sung Jion and, you know, bets over the the poor man on the street's life and ends up losing, ends up dying. Uh, how did you feel about that ending? Did you feel like that was sufficient? And like, he doesn't even get on the plane to go back and see his daughter in the States, which I just felt was just like, I, I, I couldn't stand. I will say that the main character was very difficult for me to cheer on. But again, I give this show a six because you nailed it. Every time I expected it to zig, it zagged. The only time it did what I thought it was going to do was with the cop um, finding his brother. But I did not anticipate him dying. So I think this show did a tremendous job in that, and the answers were sufficient to me. But the ending was frustrating from the perspective of how open-ended it was. But it was also nice that if they do want to keep it self-contained, it can stay in this one season and live on. Yeah, and that's very true. Um, but how I felt about the ending, like, I was just kind of, like, yeah, it was a choice the director, writer made. I mean, I guess you could come back and be like, you know, maybe LeBron James is right, but it's like, what were you going to do? Like, you wanted to set up for a sequel? Sometimes you don't need to set up for a sequel and you just let that happen organically later on. Um, but yeah, it just probably gave us the ending we didn't want. And that's probably how some people feel about that. But yeah, artist choice. Ending, I, I think the ending, I think this one's allowed to have whatever ending it wants. It's a pretty original concept, even even with like things like the Hunger Games and Saw have already been made. I think that's a or like the world's perfect description. most dangerous game where it's like hunting humans. It's yeah, exactly. Concept. Th those concepts have been around. I think this one is unique enough, and it doesn't survive. It told a survive. compelling story within yes. all of this chaos, and I think that's what made it also very good, where you're like rooting for this guy to get out because you're like, okay, this, this dude gets money. He can make his life better, make his mom better, can, you know, financially support his child or at least give money to that but it's like you know or finds um what was it one of, uh what was her one of the main ladies who got to the the final three she had a brother right from yeah like you know the brother giving him North a good Korea. home and yeah. money so yeah i agree uh if you haven't watched squid game yet uh we would recommend it you do get an infinity snap on this episode i will say this and this it is, is for mature audiences only it's well, I will agree. It's mature audiences only. This this movie, it's show, excuse me, show is a show that I recommend you watch individually or with somebody that can handle some small scenes of nudity, but also some gory imagery. Was there and, was there small? Well, scenes at, of the nudity? End, at the oh, end, at the at the end yeah. with the with, okay, with the yeah. rich people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, I now. And, and if you're hearing our review, head. I mean, we've spoiled a little bit, but to be honest, not a lot. There's some stuff that we haven't said that's in this. And uh, one thing before we move on to our next topic, Mark, is I, I think this is one of the few shows that actually leans into its culture and its yep. culture makes it better. The South Korean culture brings this show to life in a way that I don't think any other culture could do. So that's why the United States portion, some people, including myself, have said they should consider that 
there's also a part of me that's like well is it gonna work as well because i mean there's that and like my like bringing it back to what you brought up it's like a good um what do you say again that character study but like kind of social study humanity study there you go where it's like that's the reason why i want to see an american version it's like how did these how would a bunch of how would 400 and some americans deal with this like there'd be there'd be a group of people that just felt entitled there'd be a group of people that didn't care about anybody like kind of the same like i just feel like i would like that aspect of it seeing how the american culture of these people would react to this situation just like because the korean culture is significantly more about elders it's significantly more about the pack yeah like the fact that they let the pack vote that just it felt like in this show these characters were like yeah that makes complete sense in an american concept while we say we're a democracy that isn't how things are necessarily decided at times yeah and so i just wonder if I agree with you. I wonder if if it gets to those kinds of scenes, how Americans are responding. I just feel like in that situation, when we got to the voting thing, I don't think I think the vote would be they stay. Like that's how I feel like that would go. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's how it would have been. I think that's that's exactly how it would have been. It'll be interesting. So uh, check out Squid Game on Netflix if you haven't yet. Mark DC DC Fandom came out. Tons of stuff happened. Let's Tons let's talk about stuff. the let's talk about the broad scope, and then we'll talk about the details that obviously are important. Black Adam trailer. Uh, we got a sneaky, electrifying sneak peek. Mark, ooh, yeah. Black Adam, spooky. We got finally got a scene in it. Maybe they'll give us a movie. Uh, Grant <laughs> Gustin's The Flash. <laughs> Grant Gustin's The Flash is getting gold shoes yeah what do you want i just thought it was very funny that that was their big like thing that was like my favorite when i was watching waiting like everybody else for the batman trailer and they (laughs) did the gold boots i was like you've got to be kidding me i oh i openly said that i was like that's what we're excited about yeah the gold boots and i i 100 believe mark there are dc fan guys out there like yeah yeah it was time it It was timely Finally got it. We we did it. We go we, okay. We can keep going now. Yeah. Uh Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. We got to see a couple of scenes behind the scenes, uh, scenes, excuse me, with Jason Momoa and that. That's coming out December 16th, 2022. Milestone Media. This is a very underrated piece of um information in this. There was a very good chunk of time des- de- dedicated to this. Uh, uh obviously a new partnership with Ally was announced as the first program of the next generation DC, a new venture created to develop the next generation of comic book artists, writers, colorists, editors, and more. Dennis Kwan and Reggie Hudlin chatted with Echo Kellum about every aspect of Milestone and announced several upcoming Milestone projects, including a Milestone animated feature in development by Warner Brothers Animation and Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, new seasons of Static, Hardware, and Icon and Rocket, the return of Blood, Blood Syndicate. I believe if Jarrett was on here, he would be geeking about that. I really thought you were going to say Bluntman Chronic, and I was like, how did I miss that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I would not. And a 1,300-page softcover compendium collection, classic milestone runs of static, icon hardware, and more. Obviously, the Blood Syndicate one's the big one because that was a pretty short, limited series. If you're mm-hmm. a comic book fan, you're going to be very familiar with that, and it's just cool to see that come back. We are big fans of static on this show. If you've listened for no, a while, it's wild. You know as you say that, it's like, I'm not like, not as let really? me rephrase that. I never became a fan. I don't like dislike it, 
but like i feel like that might have missed my teen boy years where like it just like <laughs> those formidable just, teen boy years yeah like i like I, every time i hear about static and like people who are like around my age like loving it's like how did i miss that show like how did oh, like I that one just it. not come into my spectrum and like fall in love with and I've gone back and watched. And I was like, I could see if I saw this as a teen boy, Static I would have loved it. Was phenomenal yeah. as a kid. Just phenomenal. I, I kind of hope he shows up in a movie eventually. Like they could bring him in. Well, he's also sometimes portrayed in the future. So I would welcome I Static know. Shock in any context. I think you could throw him into the Blue Beetle show or movie. Yeah, or Static would be great that. in any context. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Kill the Justice League. Uh, we got a kind of good official trailer for that. Yep. Um, get some behind the scenes of how it looks. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> we finally get to see them go against the Justice League, and that was pretty crazy. Uh, any thoughts on that, Mark? Like, is this a game that you're like, I have to buy it day one, or are you cautious on it? How are you looking at the Suicide Squad trailer? I like with anything video game related. It's like I don't have time. I don't have time now. I'm going to have time when I have a child. You're about to have a koala climbing yeah. all over. Like you. I bought a switch and I've barely played that um, a while back. And I have no intention of buying a PS five because the only games I ever play on PlayStation now are either Fortnite or um, rocket league, baby rocket league. So yeah, so that's how uh, I, feel. I, I thought the suicide squad killed the justice league trailer. I, to answer your question though. Yeah, no, I, if I, kinda... if I knew I was going to have time for it, I'd buy it day one. So, I, there you go. I will give the trailer itself a five out of six. Yes. I the want to see that, that show. I'm, like you should make yes. me a show of that. And I will devote time to that. That's a great way I to put it. Take care of my child. In the future. I think the game is just not the Avenue that I'm looking for it in. The yeah. concept is great. I'm excited about it and I want it to do well. Yeah. It just isn't a game for me probably. And I'm like you, I, I only have so much time for video games, and I don't think that's the video game I want to spend my time playing. As as what stings in my head now and forever, when I, you know, earlier this year, like in the beginning and end of last year, was able, just had time to watch a bunch of shows, and Scott Higa of, um, said that, oh, once you have a child, you're going to have time for that, and you're going to have to, you know, really, you know, basically plan out your time and i'm just thinking like damn that he's he's right he's right today now, on I, this cry, episode, now I cry every night to sleep thanks to scott today on this episode of the infinity bros podcast mark is having an existential crisis about being a father <laughs> join us yep. as we dive into his psyche and his mark. madness <laughs> um the peacemaker trailer mark i know oh you love this i'm i don't know what, what it is like i didn't to give some context to this I didn't watch wrestling when John Cena was like huge and like a superstar for the, for the company. I kind of got it at like the tail end of his like main roster run. And now he's more of a part-timer, but I love him in pretty much everything he's done in movies. And this might be his perfect role for him and just how he delivers his acting. It just feels so genuine and I love it. I want more. I hope, I kind of hope this is a post, like he survived the last Suicide Squad movie, and we, we just get more of him with more characters down the road. Definitely. That's, that's exactly what's happening, in my yeah. opinion. Him with the bald eagle was <laughs> the best part of the whole trailer. Yes. That was hilarious. Five out of six, because the this is like Deadpool for me. I like Deadpool, 
Do I love Deadpool? No, I do not. Because yeah. I... The, you don't like grotesity and over and the, the dick top jokes. Violence. The dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, and that. And you don't like. You don't like good kinda, humor. Yeah, like the <laughs> fake masturbation. You know, goofy thing. It, it, yeah, like, I get when it. you're looking at each the other, teen that's boy humor. Stupid. That's stupid to me. It's it's not funny. Um, it, it's funny when other people try to one up each other. So like the scene with with him and Deadshot in um, you mean Bloodsport? Uh, Bloodsport, forgive me, family. Uh, wait, what's his name? I don't remember the character's name. I know it's Idris Elba who plays him. So. Whatever, Idris Elba's character. But Bloodsport's his like villain name. So. Yeah, whatever, whatever. So when those two are doing their little shoot off, mm-hmm. that was tremendous. And they kill yep. everybody, and then you find out those are the good guys. Tremendous. That was tremendous. again, again, tremendous. just like Squid Game making, you know, like he said, zigs when you thought it was gonna zag, or you know, reverse of that. And then we just get there, and you know, Randall Flags being taken care of. And the whole crew's dead. Yeah. Uh, Mark, another thing that came out of this, and this is a little political and a little uh, controversial. Are we even going to get political on this We're going to get a little political. If you want, you don't have to. You can say no comment. Superman is moving on from the American way in his tagline. It is now truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. That was announced at this event. Yeah. Comments. <laughs> about that um are are you as a dc fan feeling that the american way is a quintessential piece of his puzzle that needs to be articulated i don't know that's hard to say like instantly like my my dark humor wants me to go like you know the the let's go whatever um i and that's not my political affiliation either way if you know me well i'm i like to be in the middle to play devil's advocate or my fist's advocate to yeah. cater to the infinity bros universe um but i like I, I get both sides i get the side of dc it's like well we're gonna brand to everybody the whole world it's like it's kind of hard to brand overseas if your character is like you know truth justice in the american way versus you know better tomorrow everyone can get behind a better tomorrow not everyone can probably get behind the american way sorry folks that's how it is that's a great um, point so it's, I mean, that's, they're being inclusive. So you're, you're speaking from the, everybody can get behind this phrase. Yeah. But what I kind of gets devolved for me, it's like, well, he's, um, you know, he's in Smallville, Kansas. So he's, you know, technically has American citizenship. So like, at what point, like, I would love a story where it kind of, like, I would love to see his internal workings where like the character Clark Kent born in America goes away from saying American way to a better tomorrow. Like I would love that story to make him like, why is he no longer, you know, siding with America and something where he's like, America's still important to my heart, but it's not the way that the world should be. Yeah. Give me that. I would love, I love a story like that, but you know, I'm not going to complain if they just keep pumping out content and they're not going away, you know, next few years, they'll do something different and so on and so forth. So people who get butthurt over this stuff, you know, eventually they're going to go tell a different story. So there it is yeah i i've i actually think you eloquently just spoke that which surprises me a little bit i i fully agree with you on something i think i beat for beat align with you on that sure uh dc league super uh dc's league of super pets this was out of left field Um, i heard about this prior to fandom but go on i didn't know about this at all this was old news to me dwayne johnson kevin hart vanessa baker john krasinski diego luna and 
Uh, Kate McKinnon and Keanu Reeves will play. Star-studded uh, cast. I, that is a star-studded <laughs> cast as far as our show is concerned. Uh, animated. I think it's great. That's six out of six. I'll be yeah, there day one. Animated superhero animals from their superhero pets, right? Yeah, like that's me up. Yeah, I'm all for it. And, it's, you know, it's be something great that I can watch with my new child. Uh, we got a first look at Injustice. Have you watched the Injustice uh, movie yet? I have not because I forgot I had long or is it long Halloween? I got those. Yeah, I watched that and I watched them and then I just ran out of time to Ooh, watch. Quick, I, quick, quick rating of those. I had uh, initially had a difficult time kind of grasping the animation and kind of the storytelling they're going with it. Um, but I'd still give it a 5.5 out of six because I went to like, okay, this is, they took an artistic choice to kind of make it kind of look like the comic book come to life more so than like the moving comics that you can see online. Um, but you know, I, I love that the long Halloween story. So I thought they did I a agree. good job. Yeah. And um, for- what's his name from supernatural did the voice right for Batman in that, if I'm remembering that correctly. Jensen Ackles. And I'm like, he's new Batman. He's it's, great. If he, if they do yeah. another like long, I think they're bringing back the animated series. But if they did another like cartoon series of like four or five seasons with him as Batman, that will be people's. That'll be you know young kids' generations. Um, Conroy. So, I I really agree with that. That so, that that would be blasphemy to some people, but yeah. I really agree with that. Uh, that's David, how I felt. I was like, he did a great job. Like, yeah, he, I agree. He convinced me he was Batman. So, David Dasmalchian has been in a lot of projects lately. Like he's MCU, been in Dune, DCU, MCU, yeah. DCU. He plays Calendar Man in this. Again, Josh has K. a great Hamill agent. Harvey Dent. <laughs> Troy Baker has obviously been playing the Joker in a couple different projects. Yeah. Naya Rivera died after this came out. Yeah. Um, she was originally Catwoman. Um, just I I really liked this too. I I actually am going to say the part part one for me was better than part two. I feel the opposite. I, I like part two better, but yeah, I liked know. part one a lot better. I also agree. The style of art was very difficult to grasp onto to start, but man, if I did not like the way part one ended, I thought it was oh, a yeah. great spot for it to end and then pick right back up. But the poison Ivy stuff was a really tremendous smart idea. And did you ever watch the good. dark Knight returns like part one, part two? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, that's why I felt with like, I loved how that ended I thought they did a great job, like, you know, because these weren't yeah. released at the same time. So, like, you had to wait, and it's like, it was a great ending. Maybe, maybe you really think that you want, like, like I instantly went and watched yeah. the part two because I watched Injustice was good too. I watched Injustice. I really liked okay. that. Uh, I, I gave heard, it a five I heard out of six. Who didn't like it. So, that was yeah, my worry. I, so, ending, I'm like, I gotta I got watch this. So. The ending is, is interesting. Uh, is it anything it is, like the game or the comic no, book? No. It, 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 well, yes and no. It sidesteps it. I'll okay. leave it at that. Okay, so that's enough. you you literally stole the question that everyone has is because the ending it's kind of open-ended because yeah. injustice is still kind of going and the, the games yeah. there's two parts of those games so and just there's, like, there's a third one i think coming out soon so. exactly so or just like development i liked it they do one character gets you see there's you know super special move from sure. the game that's really cool um yeah it's good it's really good i like it if you're a fan of Injustice, I think it's good. There it is. Gotham Knights will wear the quarter vowels. Mark, this is the highest of sixes. This is the game that I have to buy after watching yeah, th- this. Th- like, this is one, like, a ga- another game. And, like, anything that's DC-related for video games, like, I really want to get. Like, I don't like fighting video games, but I've, I've purchased and played the Injustice games. Um, but you yes. played the Batman Gotham, I mean, Arkham Knight games. 
Yeah, I played that. Yes, but I'm just saying this this is basically going to be one of those games. Like, am I correct? Isn't it kind of going to be like yes. Arkham Knight, but with you know the with you know Nightwing? Yeah, Batgirl that's exactly what it's going to be. Or no, yeah, it, they're doing Red Hood, I, right? Not Nightwing. yeah, Red Hood, Robin, Batwoman. Yeah. I, I think this this looked tremendous. Six out of yeah. six. I and like how they're giving them. Yeah, like, quarter vowels. Let's go. Like that's that's probably in the last 15 years the best comic book story marvel or dc that's i just love the whole like like secret society like yeah you know again mark that caters to your i know that's why i love that's i'm i'm agreeing with you that's why i love that's your bit quarter vowels like as quarter vowels is right beyond yeah. Anything quarter vowels. I think quarter vowels is where DC should be going in real life anyway. I think they're doing that. I think that's going to be in the Batman movie. I, I strongly be believe we're going to, we're going to get like little sprinkles of it. Like it's not going to be a quarter vowels, like, you know, cross my fingers. Maybe if it is, but I think that's what we're going to get. Cause that's kind of how I feel like quarter vowels kind of needs to start is in young Batman's life and then come back when he's older. That's how I like it. It would be really cool to see quarter vowels expand past Gotham. That's that's what I want to see. I want to see it go into other. I want that to be the rallying piece for the DC universe. That's what I want, and well, then you, you can know, go to the big things like Dark. If Side. Warner Bros. would call me up and let me be their Kevin Feige, I would make them billions of dollars. That would get done. They just uh, Titan season three, Batman, Cape Crusader, Young is the Justice. Cape Crusader, is that another um, animated movie, or are they doing a comic book? Uh, I forget. It's, com- it's a comic book. I like that stuff. Um, I like when they when they've done that, like the Cape yeah. Crusader, you know, when they used Adam West, Batman, and did their like animation movies. Yeah. And that I like that. Shazam: Fury of the Gods is coming out. They talked a little bit about that. Exactly. Uh, looks ripped. Yeah, Sweet Tooth. I, I know there's uh, Isaac and Robbie are big fans of Sweet Tooth. You and I are not as much. Yeah, I watched the first episode. Right, that's the yep on Netflix, and like I never got back to it. Nope. But I've been thinking I need to get back to it because it's like. That seemed like something that I would also enjoy. Oh, but we have to talk about the thing that you care most about, though, from this, Mark. Well, what's that? Pennyworth, the TV show. Yep. Can't wait. Season three. Let's give, let's give, isn't that coming to HBO Max? So, like, maybe I can actually watch it. That is. It, it and is. Not on Epic. The show you didn't ask for that there's still, get, can, imagine all the shows that didn't get past season one, and we have a Pennyworth season three. It's probably cost effective. I'm sure it's like cheap to make and it's it does good enough ratings where we're like oh this makes this money yeah and Keep they want to put it in they want to put it make make the dc universe multiverse bigger that's their yeah. thought well it's uh, just but, like it's just a thought like you make as much content and you really only need like 20 percent of it to stick to really make money so that's that's the uh that is the netflix way but but in all reality the big one that everybody was talking about is the batman trailer the th- almost three minute trailer that came out. Oh, in all honesty, did we not? Are we not going to touch on the Flash? We'll talk. Oh, do you want to talk about Flash or Batman? Let's talk about first? Flash first, because I feel let's like let's talk about Batman Flash because I think Batman's a little bigger. You're right. Let's yeah, talk about Batman's Flash a little bit bigger, but I feel like the scope of things, the Flash movie might be a little bit bigger. And that's the Flash. The Flash movie is so interesting to me, and we've talked about this a couple times. But we're gonna get like eight Batman's in that movie. That's I mean, come yeah. On. Here is where I just have some issues. Isn't the right word. I have some caution when it comes to this movie. Go on. I think it's the same issue I have right now with Spider-Man No Way Home. Where are they going with it? You can make a multiverse happen, but where you go with it is my big 
dilemma because you kind of can't get any bigger than the multiverse after that. You either need to close some boxes up, destroy some boxes, or erase boxes. Well, in all in all fairness, when the DC animated universe started their first, you know, they started off, they started with the, the Flashpoint movie, and they went 10 years in like 14 films and told a great story. So there's that. But can they do that on the grand on the big scale with the DC? Well, they got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, sure, do this. And maybe you bring in like um um Crisis of Infinite Earths type of situation where you close in all the all the characters you kind of want in one universe. So could do Having that. Having multiple it might be, flashes it might, is an might, interesting like dilemma yeah. too because and it's also cost effective. You don't have to hire another person. You already got Ezra Miller. <laughs> That's true, right? I mean, having multiple flashes is super interesting to me. Having one of the flashes suit made out of Batman's mm-hmm. garb is interesting. I I do feel obviously like, the the big story in this though is Michael Keaton though, Mark. I, mean, I think that's where they're. Do- I think they're doing and like not necessarily. Obviously, I don't think they're doing the exact Flashpoint movie like they kind of originally said they're going to do. But I think they're doing like an adjacent to that, where maybe the Batman he goes to is the Michael Keaton Batman in his world. Yeah. Maybe something crazy has happened where he's willing to go back in time and help fight or do whatever to rectify his situation or the situation of the universes or multiverse or whatever. So is this going to be the same character from Snyder's justice league? You think Uh, the flash that we're going to be dealing with? Yeah. Or do you think it's going to be like a flash? That's a little like more serious. Mm, I think we're going to get our flash. Cause that's, I mean, that's kind of flash's thing is where he's not serious. So I hope so. That's why I'm and, asking. And we got in the Snyder cut more of that he can go back in time. So, uh, so I think they kind of carry yeah. that off. You kind of need. You mean the, the best scene time. in that whole? Yes, the best. You mean the scene. best scene? Up, yes, up but that's what I'm saying. In, I think in, that's why you, you he's he's going to be from yeah. the, that universe because that's who we got. And I think in some way, Warner Brothers still wants to connect all these because they they're going to make another Wonder Woman movie. And they're making another Aquaman. They're making more Shazam. Black Adam's like you got Dwayne Johnson playing a superhero or supervillain or whatever, who's probably going to become a, a hero at some point. Um, you got all these characters. You don't want to just let this universe go away. So multiverse or multiverse, you know, DC does better. Yeah, um, I, I I'm going to be disappointed if Grant Gustin as Flash doesn't show up in this movie. He'll be in it because Ezra Miller in in the movie suit showed up on the flash so i agree i th- i w- i'm with you i think he's gustin's you don't open that box to have gustin not swing by and if you're gonna have multiple flashes and why would you not scene. have gustin stop by yeah and mo- i mean what if we're gonna get ben affleck batman michael keaton batman um what if they throw christian bale batman in there you know maybe we do get you think we'll get, do you think affleck batman's showing up in this i thought he didn't he, yes they've talked about him being on set and being emotional in the Batman scene. No, I, I didn't know. That's Come on. I, this, is, this is why I'm a little more pumped for this movie as a whole. But as trailer-wise, I thought the Batman one gave me more chills. But, you know. The Flash trailer was very, very meh. Three out of six. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I would give it four out of six. Like, it gave you a little bit, a little taste, but not not a quenching, quenching taste. Yeah. But you know what really, really tickled my fancy? <laughs> yeah, poured a bucket of water on me. after This Batman trailer was something else, Mark. It's it's emo Batman, the Batman we we all deserve. This is the Batman. This is the this closest. This is Teen Boy Batman. Yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is the Batman 
the closest Batman I can think of to the animated Batman. For sure. I think this is it. I think that's why I like it so much. This feels and, close to my animated Batman. And I just remember when people said, oh, they're casting Robert Pattinson. They're casting the vampire as Batman, Bruce Wayne. I was like, this dude's going to probably be the best Bruce Wayne we're going to get and the best Batman we're going to get because this dude's an actor and he goes all in. And if you saw that, oh, well, the movie that came out last year with him and um, um, David Washington, right? Um, oh, Tenet. Tenet, yeah. Like, that's basically oh, gosh, the, little, yeah. the little taste we got of him kind of as, you know. Yeah. As an action guy, so. Yeah, I, there's a lot I'm going to talk about in this show. We, we've been going for an hour, so we're going to probably skim through some big details. So if you're listening right now and you want to talk more, keep the conversation going. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Or find Here, us on Discord. Yeah, I guess you could check out Discord too or Twitch. Um, Max won't be there, but the rest of us will. <laughs> well, now that football season is over, I'm forced to go back into those spheres now. I don't sure. have an excuse of not being in them. So uh-huh. you actually will be seeing me on Twitch very soon. Mark, but here's here's a couple things that I love. I love Pattinson Batman. I love yeah. Circus um, uh, Alfred. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm all in on it. This is if a Batman. He, if he was an actor in Pennyworth, I'd probably watch it. Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. This is a Batman that's going to kick your butt and break your arm if you steal from the old lady. That and then broke. break your heart, too. Yes. And then break your heart. Catwoman, Chloe Green. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. I th- th- How they're shooting him and he, their bullets are just bouncing off. Get out of here. It's an homage Get to, out of here. I love to it. Christian Bale in um, Dark Knight Rises. That's exactly like, what it is. Yeah. Oh, man. And, the, um, and just the... The Batmobile and the Riddler being actually a scary. Well, we don't know if he's presence. actually the Riddler. That's the whole. That's the whole like I theory is like is he is he not the Riddler? Is he like someone who inspires the Riddler? I've heard rumors that that guy is actually going to be. It's like a secret Joker, or he's part of the Quarter Owls. I've heard everything, but you know. Yeah, there's so. Much I think it's the that. Riddler. I don't think they would put the question mark if it wasn't. It's a swerve. But, I mean, you're right. It could be. They could zig when we zag. Yeah, but the penguin make... being in it, penguin being in it with Colin Farrell is great. I love it. Catwoman and, and I mean, this is a great. Yeah. Come back to Colin Firth as the penguin. I don't people give me like, why didn't you get someone that looked Colin like Farrell, him? Not Firth. Oh, my bad, Colin Firth. Yeah, like why didn't you get someone who, uh, like, you don't have to put prosthetic. And it's like that's the whole point of acting is you get like lost in the prosthetic and the way they portray that character. And he is such a great actor that like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets nominated for like an award for a supporting actor. So there, there's well, my big and, take. And the penguin, we're finally getting a movie where the penguin is menacing and not a caricature. Exactly. All of these villains and are not, menacing. And not short. Like this, we're, we're getting like a six foot two penguin. Yes. That's what we want. And not like, not yeah, like you said, not like a caricature, not not Danny DeVito penguin. Yeah, but um, but I get it. That was Tim Burton's choice. But yeah, yeah, I I think this looks tremendous. I think Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves. I was one of the skeptics. You you and I had had many a talk before these trailers. I, I think Matt Reeves has himself something special on his hands. And I think this he, is this is the script. I don't know much of a change that Ben Affleck wrote. Like I think he's still the. Isn't he the main writer or technically, or he'd be a, I forget how they do it because originally this was supposed to be a Ben Affleck movie. And then well, that and, all and changed, it just didn't work out was my yeah. understanding. 
and yeah, it just didn't work out. Like he was gonna be director and, and Batman and wrote his own. Yes, but I still think they're using bits of that original story that Ben Affleck wrote. Maybe I might be wrong, but I feel like that's I think what you I've might be. But I, I don't, I don't care. It looks great. <laughs> if if whatever the product is, whoever wrote the product, it looks great. I really do hope it's Riddler. I actually am hoping it's Riddler because I think having Riddler and Penguin be menacing will inspire them to transition away from characters like the Joker. And and again, with Batman, I want Joker. Don't get me wrong. Like I would like in the next Batman for Joker to appear. Okay. You can make a movie where Batman has Joker and other people. Hear me out. How do you feel about Kristen Stewart being the Joker? Because people have thrown that around. Yeah. And I want it. I want, I want it now. I'm all in Mark. Yeah. I'm like what, what a what a total one like you know full circle coming back to to from twilight to them as opposites as joker and batman they would make so much money on that yeah it's the best take you've had so far yep well, um I, the ending the, the final scene in that trailer though is just it gets my my blood pressure up when he's walking from the, the fire yeah yep. and this and the, the score that they have yes is a total like it just reminds me of the batman the animated series score and i think like the dude the guy that they had the musician or composer to do that i like i have to hats off to that guy he had them taken a little bit from the batman animated series like hey this nostalgia group of millennials are gonna love this stuff and bam boom over under uh, makes a billion dollars under for sure yeah. covid's not COVID, letting yeah. make a that was my thought but you know, now in a, in a no in a no covid world yeah that'd make a, it'd make a billion for sure um last but not least we saw the morbius trailer what's your quick rating and thoughts of that mark i am all in six out of six on this no way i am just i've been a fan of morbius i love jared leto as an actor and i this trailer gave me it gave me a good backstory like for people who don't know morbius so it's like i like that aspect or like this version of morbius that they're doing and then it gave us drops of like, you know, Spider-Man, Venom, other characters that are going to be in this universe. And then this shot that people are saying, well, they're in the Raimi universe. So it's like, well, are they? Or, you know, are they going to tie? Is this how, is Spider-Man No Way Home going to be the Divergent that, you know, maybe Tom Holland gets split into two different universes. So that's why he can be in the Snowy-verse and the MCU at the same time. Who knows? So I'm all for it. I don't know what Sony's doing. It doesn't, it doesn't make much sense to me. Sony has a, has a toy box that has a bunch of unused characters that are probably not going to be in the MCU. And they're like, let's do it. Let's do our own thing. Let's make our money. I don't know if it'll pan out, but I respect the effort. Yeah. And I respect that. They, they got to try. Okay. I think they got to try. I think it makes complete sense that they're trying. I, I just don't, for me, this just doesn't feel exciting at all. And maybe this is how other people feel when I made this comment. This when they make these jokes like, "Oh, I'm Venom," and then they laugh it off. This must be how people feel when they watch Marvel movies or Marvel <laughs> trailers that just aren't into Marvel as much as you and I are. Yep. Because it just doesn't. It just wasn't funny. It was just weird. Morbius for me is a three out of six. The only reason I'm not giving it like lower than three is because it actually didn't look bad in the regards to like the CGI looks good. Yep. Leto's a good actor. The premise is is new what's sure. wild this dude is over 50 and he looks like a 30 year old he looks tremendous yeah he looks great he does look like a 30 year old i he might I, actually be a vampire 
He could be. Yeah. He looks the part. I just, for Not me, CGI I cannot get behind. I cannot get behind him being in the extended universe. I don't understand. Like in in the I don't MCU understand Morbius universe, being or in the like he's gonna be probably the mostly Sony a Sony the Sony verse. I I so. don't know why they're they're leaning into Morbius. I think there's other well, characters and they tie in, in um yeah Michael Keaton's character in that trailer too. So I'm betting yeah, they're setting a up a Senator too. Six. So there you go. Yeah, they have him. They've got you know the the painting and, and they on cast, the wall is they cast is, Craven uh, the Hunter. So the painting on the wall is the Raimi Spider Man and. Uh, they're referencing Venom. They have Michael Keaton in it, referenced from MCU Vulture. They just got a lot of weird things in it. It's just like it. it but remember, just... those Spider-Man movies are technically Sony movies. Whatever. So I don't. You know, care. whatever you see in a Sony movie can show up in another Sony movie. Thank you. Probably the character. The only characters you can see. I'm. Well, I'm going to explain it to you because apparently you don't understand it. The only character that I believe is contracted with Disney is Spider-Man. So there you go. Well, I believe it's stupid. Well, you know, you have your opinions and everyone else has the right opinion. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, that is our episode. We were a jumbled mess today, Mark. We just caught up with everybody, but I think people enjoyed being with us and hearing our banter and talking about our teen boy years. Teen boy years. Bunch. Yeah. Bunch of hashtags will get down the road. For sure. When are you going to go see Eternals? Um, I was thinking about this weekend, but I'm going down to a friend of ours who coaches in Iowa. So I'm going to go to one of their games. I'll be down there with you. You're coming this Saturday? Yeah, Zena and I are oh. coming. Are you guys spending the... Did you guys go to uh, hotel? We're getting into the sp- weeds now. <laughs> We're, yeah. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the Mark and Max Plan Their Weekend podcast. Yeah. We are going down, but we're not going to stay the night. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. We'll high five you and hang out with you. All right. So I guess we're hanging out this weekend. It should be fun. I guess. But yeah, I'm going to go see Eternals tomorrow, Wednesday, but this will probably come out Thursday, I would imagine. Yeah. And then we'll uh, we'll review Eternals uh, early next week. It should be great. So make well, sure you Disney go check Plus out Eternals. Disney Plus was nice like they were, were with Black Widow, I'd give them 30 bucks to watch it at home, so... Well, they you know, last when they did that, Scarlett Johansson said she'd never work with them again. So I kind of got a hope. Okay, there's a there's a theater that's like 14 miles away, but usually they're like two weeks to a month behind. But when they had Venom, I wasn't because they only they only have showings from Friday to Monday, and the the one weekend they had Venom wasn't in town. So. So I'm gonna so hope, cross my fingers, they get it right away, Eternal. So I can, I'll go pay them ten bucks to go see it. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not running to go see Venom right now. I'm well, well, thank you, audience, for listening. Wherever you listened, however you listened, thanks for making us part of your podcast experience. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, Twitch. We want you to be engaged with us. Be part of our extended universe. What uh, reviews did we get right? What are you excited about? What are you really hating? What opinion of the million opinions Mark had was wrong? Maybe all of them were wrong. We want to know. Or Max was wrong the whole no, time. That, <laughs> no. Don't be ridiculous. Whatever Mark was wrong about, we want to hear you talk about. So I send us your Max. feedback. Let us know. And make sure you leave us a review, too. If you're at this point of the podcast, you're, you're, you're one of the real ones. You're one of the OGs. We'd love it if you leave a review for us. Our 100th episode's coming up. By the time our 100th episode comes out, we will be picking somebody for the gauntlet. So you need to Oh, we are. That's what my question was going to be. That's it. 100th episode. We're announcing it on the 100th episode. Swag. 
Yeah. Go leave us a review. Get entered. We will sign the gauntlet in our blood. Yeah. Only a couple more episodes before you get it in there. Gauntlet's coming. We're not writing in our blood. Don't tell people that, Mark. So, well, uh, (laughs) we we love you guys, 3000, and uh, we will see you guys soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.